the Rosado brothers just garrot him. They do. Try to. And they try to, but they but yell. you know what Ma- he does? Michael says hello. No, he doesn't oh, go God. limp, Nick. <laughs> There's an assassination <laughs> later <laughs> during the New Year's Eve party where he, he they assassinate uh, Johnny Ola uh-huh. and Johnny goes limp and dies because it doesn't work like that. That one wasn't convincing to me. The coat hanger was like barely on his neck the entire scene. Well, yeah, it's, it, they call it acting <laughs> and millions <laughs> are doing it. <laughs> I don't oh, know how like, I'm going to start it. How am I going to start uh, it? Welcome to the <laughs> <laughs> We watched The Godfather Part 2. Is that her Vito or her Frankie P? Come to me today on the review of Part 2. They're two. all the same, bro. <laughs> they all sound the same. Some Thought are just older than others. One. All right. All right. Are we ready? In three, two, <laughs> one... Six and a half hours, dude. We've watched six and a half hours of The Godfather. You think that's enough? Nope. I'm ready for part three. You want to watch part three? Part three tonight. I'm not going to watch part three. Three more hours. Let's do it. Three more. I think my dad is so mad at part three, he like refuses to acknowledge its existence. It's his Star Wars sequel trilogy. Oh, boy. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) welcome back to the big room um, where we torture ourselves watching a lot of movies. Uh, I think all three, didn't all four of us watch it last night? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Carl, yeah. did you watch it last night or did you watch it earlier? I watched it last night, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. We, we should have had a lot of watch movie. party. Whoops. I like went and worked out, oh, humble brag, and then was like, <laughs> yeah. I got to shower so fast and then eat dinner and I watched like eight minutes of baseball and then we had to watch the movie and that was the whole evening. That was the whole night. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And what really a wild clear ride. clear your schedule. Yeah. yeah. I, I really hope we pull like uh, somehow an, an 11 minute YouTube video or something for next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so, so much movie. It's been a lot of murdery movies for mm. the last bit. Yeah, yeah from Kill, Kill Bill, Bill to The Godfather. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember oh, what yeah. was before Kill Bill. It's gone. Gone with no. the wind. Oh my God, was which was also terrible. Oh, yeah, it's. But we did squeeze Barbie into but there. Still, that's true. Barbie, the it's the only reason we're sane right now. Forced Barbie. Barbie <laughs> saved us. <laughs> Which Barbie, by the way, hitting theaters again in late September with a post-credit scene. Let's go. So watch, take, watch it again. Well, no, you do hate that. Well, because you're correct. Yeah, no, it's a cash <laughs> grab. They want more money. Don't give it to them. Didn't they already make like over a billion? Yeah. yeah they yeah. have enough. Yeah. Is there more money to have after well, that? But Blue Beetle knocked them out of like the number one. Blue Beetle. Yeah. What people Somehow people went and saw that. People saw Blue Beetle. I don't even know what that is. We're talking too much. We've got a three and a half hour movie to go over. <laughs> <laughs> get into it. Oh, no. Real so quick. Ready. We were talking about The Bachelor beforehand. And yeah, you oh, mentioned yes. that The Bachelor's moving to Thursdays. They are moving The Bachelor to Thursdays. Which is insane. Because I thought they moved it from Mondays to get out of the way of the NFL. But then they're just moving it to another NFL day, but then you said ABC has Monday Night Football, and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned the spin, and Nick asked, it's "What is the that Golden mean? Bachelor? Yeah, what is a Golden Bachelor?" We have a seventy-two-year-old man <laughs> as the Bachelor. <laughs> Isn't that the best thing you've it's ever a sugar daddy. He is. His <laughs> name is Gary. 
Of course. But it's spelled like Jerry. So oh, the no. internet is calling him Gary J. Gergich. Yeah. That's the Bachelor that. I'd watch. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm really oh, high. Oh, jeez, you guys. Like, just, oh, jeez. This guy oh, is the most precious guy. That man has the largest penis I have ever seen. <laughs> 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 I was like, I hope you guys get the reference, or else this is just going <laughs> to go <laughs> So is he retired? What's the spin? Yeah, he's retired. He lives like he bought his dream house with his wife. Who died of like oh. some sort <laughs> yeah, of? I thought you're still there. Strange causes. Some, yeah, she got sick and <laughs> passed away. So he's like, I'm looking mm-hmm. for my next love. But they were married That's for like 45 such a years. Thing to do. Um, so that is crazy. Their story was huh. really cute, and he seems very. He's like, what? What does it mean to be trending? I don't know what that means. Oh. Like, do you think the producer even heard of that show? Does he even know what he's on? He has children that are like clearly hyping him up for it. Do you think the producers <laughs> are going to be able to get out of their own way and let it be wholesome? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As a avid Bachelor fan, wreck. a member of Bachelor Nation, if you will, the, producer, the producers are evil. So. Why is the dog ripping it? Hey, Nick, can you make sure right. the dog doesn't rip at all of the mic cables? Okay, very good. Don't do that. Thank a little you. behind the scenes. Uh, the dog is ripping the mic cables. Elfie ripped the mic cable. The Godfather, part two. We watched it. We did watch it. Um, I don't want to... My, my mustache whiskey has gotten the mic wet. No. Rip. That's gross. It's going to smell good. Might. Can't smell worse than these did when they came out of the packaging. It's true, it was straight vinegar. They smell, yeah, they smell like Ooh. vinegar because whatever like child slave mm. foam <laughs> made was this. Eating some of vinegar. Well, it's just like some the foam was chips. terrible in whatever. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Cut all of it out. <laughs> Leave it. Um, <laughs> I'm not cutting it out. Uh, I don't want to go through like the whole plot. In chronological just watch order, it. just watch it. You should it watch it if you, if you for real. Like if you haven't watched The Godfather and you you're should. gonna listen to this, uh, it's either because you like us, which is impossible because no one listens to this shit, or Thanks, it's because you hate Mary yourself. Because why would you do that? Why would you listen yeah, don't, to? A... Don't trust our summary. Yeah. <laughs> like, do go watch it. <laughs> I Although think we do again, a great I job. have another three-page outline. Don't don't even. No, you should come back. You should come back and watch it. But even if you don't, it's a good movie to watch. Would recommend. I mean, they're two of the best movies ever made. Yeah. Like ever, ever, ever made. Ever I get made. it now. Uh, yeah. It's a shame that two better movies came out the following year. Oh, my God. In 1976. Two movies came out that are better than The Godfather, Smokey and the Bandit, <laughs> and no. Star Wars. <laughs> oh, God. But That's kind of a hard... They're different. To compare, like, what's, like, Star Wars and The Godfather? Like, Star Wars is such a pop culture, like, thing. Well, it's, so yeah, the it's, 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 so it's, it's a, The Godfather. The Godfather is like a generational drama, though. And Star Wars is a funny little space opera. Yeah. <laughs> that did change movies forever. Yeah, like, they were both so impactful, but so, so I different. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're both great. They're both, like, S. One's more classical, one's more pop. Yeah, that's true. Oh. They're both, like, S-plus tier films, though. Yeah. Yes. Like yes. if we're making a, f- a like an all time film list based on like the thirty five movies you and I have seen, <laughs> um, like the <laughs> tops of my list immediately are going to be like Star Wars Episode Four, Godfather One and Two, Citizen Kane, Citizen Kane, Meh. and Pulp Fiction, yep. and, Casablanca. Uh, we'll do this maybe well, at the end. No, Casablanca was lit. You should rewatch it. I it's think I might appreciate it. I might. Yeah. That'll be the. If you can sit through both of these movies, you can definitely do another Casablanca. Yeah, yeah just pay attention next time. <laughs> As I've sat with Godfather Part Two for the last like twenty four hours, it's like 
I have this thing where like I get sucked into like worlds and I feel like I've been sucked into like the world of the Godfather where I don't want the experience to end. So I've just been like mm-hmm. replaying and picturing in my head for the last like like at work. I was like, I just want to think about the Godfather, which like doesn't happen to me a lot. And it's crazy that that's happened to me with this movie. I like it. But I'm like, watch the third movies. One. out of all the movies, like you got to watch the third one. And do y'all do y'all get now why when we watched like Goodfellas and um like Scarface? Scarface? Scarface and what was the other one that was kind of a mob movie? Uh, Kevin Gangs Spacey. Ga- no. Oh, uh, Kevin oh, Spacey. God. God I can't even remember anything. Anybody? L.A. Else Confidential. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. That uh, when I, when we watched all those, well, I was kind of like, this isn't this hitting isn't it what I want. for yeah. me, and it's because this a little, a little tease. This is this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Godfather's. When I think of a mob movie, that like. Those other movies don't, they don't have that air of like, I'm watching an epic masterpiece. I like this. Scarface definitely does more, but even compared to Godfather, I feel that way about Scarface. It's like almost there. Yeah. And plus, like, man, Michael's so scary in this movie. In part two. I, yeah. He's scary. He's so scary. And Just it's the, awesome. From the beginning of part one to the end of this movie, the, the arc yeah. of Michael is insane. I yeah, like, like oh, no ahead. light behind his eyes at the end. Right. No. Yeah. I was just like, this guy's lost everything. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to talk about his eyes. So, like, he They're doesn't so blink. He doesn't blink. Well, they are dreamy, but scary. <laughs> um, he just he doesn't <laughs> blink. So he just like the fact that he just doesn't blink. He just stares into mm-hmm. you and like just all the expressions that Al Pacino does with his eyes in like a mere like second when like he learns about betrayals. It's just he goes through the whole thing of emotions with just like his oh. eyes. And it's crazy. Mm. There's two it's moments. Like a shark's eyes. Yeah. It's black. Yeah. There's two moments in this movie where his. Because normally it is all eyes for Michael because he's very straight-faced, stoic, reserved. Mm-hmm. I'm going to speak with my actions later than with my rage right now. Kind of like how he did with the senator guy at the beginning of this movie. My mm. offer is this. Nothing. No. Yeah. But there are two moments in this movie. One when uh, Fredo mentions, like, ha- lets it slip that he knew Johnny. Uh, Johnny whatever is. Ola, I think. O- Ola. Ola. And then when... Um, K says she got an abortion and then it wasn't a miscarriage where his whole face like contorts Ugh. with fury it's so yeah. and crazy. it's horrifying. It's like so scary. And especially in the abortion scene, it was a really like conflicting feeling of like, a, this dude's like the antagonist that we're for better or for worse looking up to for this whole six hour journey, mm-hmm. but he's being irredeemably awful right now. Yeah. Did you ever feel conflicted with that? Yeah, like I in was, that scene, above all other scenes. Well, that and like anything involving Fredo in this movie. I was cheering him on the whole time, especially during like in the end in the court scenes and stuff. I was like, any of like <laughs> real life, I would be like, <laughs> right. put this guy away. <laughs> this yeah. guy's terrible. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. He got through it. He didn't get sent to prison. And just like how scary other characters know that he is. Like all it took to get Frank to not squeal during that trial. Oh, to yeah. bring his brother in, his brother that couldn't speak or understand any English, mm-hmm. just that he walked in and Frank immediately knew, I have to perjure myself no. because that's better than anything that Michael could do. Like the worst that, like the yeah, the worst that the government can do to me is so much better than the worst that Michael can do to me, mm-hmm. uh, which is just crazy. Uh, he's such an insane character. 
Why did they take him back to the compound after he like didn't cooperate? Why well, didn't they so just like was, lock him up? He was under witness protection first, uh, and then second, like he perjured himself, so he has to stay under custody anyway. Um, oh, okay. And I just assume that the, either he remained Huge under process. witness protection uh, because he like maybe they bought the reason that he like lied. I figured there'd be like more severe like you know punishment for him not working with them. Yeah, I don't but know. Maybe the law was just moving slow there. And plus, for narrative purposes, if you're going to have him kill himself, you have to have yeah. him in a place where Tom can talk to him. But um, I don't know. Maybe the uh, book right. explains that better because there is a book around all this, um, which is one of the, the things uh, that I had the biggest, not the biggest question, but a question about part two in specific is how much we jumped to the past for young Vito, played by Robert De Niro. Uh, and I want to talk about his performance. Yeah. But, like, I wonder if the book was full chronological order or if it did the time jumps, like, mm-hmm. like the movie. Like, did we, get, did we get young Vito all the way up and then yeah. part one and then the rest I, of part two? I just don't know. And I feel like you have a different opinion, so maybe we can talk about it for a second. I thought that the time jumps were jarring and out of place. Like, mm-hmm. for me, I loved Robert De Niro and the whole backstory on Vito so much that I kind of wish it was a separate movie. Hmm. Like if we get just a little bit like more a prequel. of that, I and then if that, done, if that yeah. would have come out in between those, the two movies, I do think those were my favorite parts of the movie was those jump there's backs. Some, there are some of my favorite parts yeah. too, but I really liked the, the, th- the back and forth. I, I love the story. I love both stories, storylines, but I feel like the flashbacks cut up the current day too much. Cause I was already struggling this one, was keep hard, up with this everything one was hard, going on. harder to follow than the first one. For sure. Did it when the court scene happened? Did I didn't it have a hard just time. happen? What do you mean? Because I, yeah. I think I blinked and we were in court and I was like, yeah. wait, 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 what? What happened? Like, and I was we, like, I guess might be I feel like I missed here, something. But, but yeah, after the we're intermission, not really yeah, after the intermission, I was like, did I? Because it goes straight to the court after intermission. I was like, did I yeah. miss something? I didn't I know if there was something leading up well, to it we that had I didn't that. see, and I was like, I, I'm feeling like Nick right now. I better go back and Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Got to rewind. Well, we had that <laughs> quick scene that introduced it with, I think it was one of Frank's boys that were being questioned first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was our introduction to, ah, the government's cracking down on the mob. Why? Yeah. Because of the whole drug thing. Yeah. Like, that's why Vito didn't want to get into it. Drugs are what was the downfall of the mob and all that jazz. And I guess plus we're getting into the the late late fifties at that, but like I think it was like fifty eight towards the end of the movie. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like it was. Is that during the war on drugs, or is that way after? I uh, know the war on drugs was right before was in the eighties. Okay, mm-hmm. way way after. Um, stupid, stupid Reagan. It's the worst. <laughs> one of the Best worst president presidents. Of all time. One of the worst presidents we've ever had is Ronald Reagan. But um, he was funny. Yeah, he's. I bet he's laughing it up in hell right now. <laughs> Stupid asshole. I will say, after he almost got assassinated and he came back and he was giving a speech, Reagan. Yeah. And a balloon popped and he just went, "You missed." <laughs> well, that's, that was good. That that's, was fun. That's cold. Yeah, I love that's, that. That's cold. It's <laughs> really all I know wow. about the guy. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to go over our giant outline to get to. I know. The how do we want to? Jump on into this. One of the dogs just ran into my foot with well, their head. because the dogs are fighting. I hope they can hear that because it's hysterical. Let's just <laughs> kind of loosely go through the plot. I don't want to spend the whole time doing that. And we can jump yep. around even though we have been. But let's talk about the very beginning where we have young Vito. Aww. So the first thing, the first thing like we 
fade in essentially on child Vito. Um, this dog is so loud and distracting. Phoebe. Um, Phoebe. And she, he's like a young boy. And like the first thing we learn is that his dad's dead, like insulted the mob boss, uh, Mafia Don Ciccio. Ciccio. Um, insulted Don, Don Ciccio and then his older brother. Like, we're, we're walking through a funeral proceeding that is in, what, a riverbed that hasn't had water since 300 BC? Like, what the <laughs> hell was that? Just in the middle of nowhere. The perspective in that scene was very off for me. What do you mean? Because it looked like... It looked like a bug's life, like little tiny yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. When the bug's life's in the I cracked ground. I thought yeah. was about to come down, like someone walk in front of the camera <laughs> and just three miles in the distance, just these tiny little people. I was like, what is what is happening? Oh, my God. Enhance. Oh. <laughs> Pans over and Hopper's like, let's ride. And they just do the best. I've still never seen bug's life. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. You've seen Seven Samurai. I can't believe. Of all people, you guys are shocked that I haven't seen a movie. Is the, like the Bug's Life is one of the first movies I last I did see Seven Samurais, and I hear that's the same thing. So True. Well, you only saw that because... We made you. Uh, but they're they're carrying the casket, and then they just shoot the kid. They shoot Vito's older brother yep. who swore revenge, and he's like a child. Yeah, yeah, um, crazy. Which is Worthless. wild. And then old mom, old mama, mama. Uh, goes to Chicho, and is like, "Hey, how about you don't kill my last Why? kid? Yeah. <laughs> how about you knock it off? Okay, what did you not understand about <laughs> no, this? No, I understood <laughs> it. I just don't know why she did it. Like." I get going. Go ahead. Go. Go try to save your son. Don't take him with you. Don't take him to the guy and then say, don't well, kill him. Well, but if him. she doesn't leave him, are they just going to assassinate him out of her sight? Uh, that's probably that's the fair. fear there. Yeah. Uh, but she brings There's him. There's no dad to stay at home with. Nope. Or brother, because he's brother. dead, too. They got two funerals. Maybe she didn't Rip. pay for a second funeral. They're like, we got another True. box. Cost effective. <laughs> so get another box over here. Cost I got another effective. one. <laughs> Cost effective. No, it's true. Um... It's great though. They have like a band and everything, and the band just stops, and you got like people with trumpets ducking under <laughs> giant rocks. It's so like uh, yep. it, was, it was funny, uh, but no, she goes to Chichio and she's like, D- "Can you not kill this one?" And he's like, "Yeah, but he's gonna grow up and try to kill me." And she's like, "He won't. He won't do it." Chichio's like, "He might." <laughs> and we have that, and then she just grabs a knife out of. Her ass? I don't know where she got it. And she, <laughs> she was hiding it. She was wearing her, like, you know. Yeah, pulled it out of her ass. And puts it, like, to John Chichio's neck. And we're like, okay. Kay. And so when that, as soon as she pulled the knife, my memory of this scene came back. I was like, oh, I've oh, seen nice. this part. Uh, but the only two things I remembered from this whole movie were that and Fredo getting shot in the back of the head in the boat. That was the spoilers. only two things I remember. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it. The whole podcast is spoiler. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you're still listening to episode, what, 32 or whatever 32. we're on? And These guys keep ruining the movies yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. But, but no, she, she pulls the knife and then gets shot by the largest shotgun in the world. Oh, she my flies. God. It reminded me of... Uh, Django. Django, Django Unchained. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then she went the right way. <laughs> Except she went the she right went way. Ridiculous. She didn't take a hard yeah. left like they did in Django. That was still like so baffling. Yeah. Oh, How do I God. shoot you straight silly. down and you you go that way? It's crazy. It's like what yeah. I what it's my thoughts about that scene is mirrors what Carl thinks about helicopters is bullshit. <laughs> uh, so Vito smuggled sense? that. This is like we don't have to talk about this forever. He gets smuggled out of Corleone, which is the town we learn. Corleone's the town in Sicily. Yep. 
and then to uh, New York gets gets yep New York Ellis Island immigration officer goes what's your name Vito doesn't speak for some reason that was established uh, he's traumatized well he he well, didn't he speak before speak that English. oh he didn't speak true. I assume he doesn't speak English like yeah she try. said he was like dumb or yeah something. mom told Chuchio that he was simple and, oh. simple. Oh. and, he, couldn't, and he couldn't speak you missed that? that oh my god I didn't yeah, know if that was know. a yeah strategy or if he I actually thought she was, was just mean. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't kill my dumb son <laughs> look at how dumb he is um, so dumb dumb son no but uh, the immigration officer is like what's his name and he tells them and then he's like nah his name's nah. Vito Corleone uh, and then we go to present day which it probably worked out for him because maybe the guy that his mom just got killed by maybe he would have come after him trying to look for the, the real name I don't know. I don't know how. It may, maybe it may, that helped him. Maybe to trace. Track. I bet. I don't know if the yeah. ma- mafia maybe he didn't was care Stretching enough. that far. Yeah. Loose ends, though, man. Who knows? I mean, he knew. He knew. He knew later. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best part of the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's so many it's good like parts. It's hard to. Okay. It's hard to pick. Fair. Uh. So the beginning, past, past, past that point, the, the present day, 1958, beginning of the movie, is like is just a mirror of the first one. Yeah. So we got another party, except it's Michael's kid's party, mm-hmm. uh, not a wedding. Little a Anthony. communion party. Little, a- little Tony. Uh, I've never and his heard first of. communion, which Roman Catholics, dude, they it's be party. partying. It's a party. Mm-hmm. You got a party and you got drunk uncles everywhere. Why do we waste so much time with like being evangelical? We could have been Roman Catholic and partying. This Dad thing. Ch- church is a long time, though. <laughs> <Dad> Let's <gone>. go. <laughs> got to kneel on a thing. That's nah, lame. Uh, You're right. Our know. knees. In, they I'm really out. Got, you know, holy water is flying everywhere. And, uh, you know. yeah. no, we're not Catholic. <laughs> they think the body turns into actual Jesus. How much of this guy is going around? How much do they have? It's crazy. <laughs> An endless... <laughs> Jesus himself is like the oil that never runs out. Right. It's just we got more Jesus meat every time. <laughs> Transubstantiation. Wow. Stupid. Dumb. Uh, Jesus meat. Michael's taking... Uh, <laughs> make, make it a shirt. There's a hundred jokes to make, and none of them <laughs> none of them will get us into the kingdom of heaven. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus meat. Oh, my God. Title of my sex time. Anyway. All right, (laughs) cut it out. (laughs) Leave it. (laughs) Michael's taking more meetings. It's whatever. There's a senator that does the dumbest senator move ever. He's like tries to tries to extort Michael Corleone. He's like, you know those gambling licenses you need? What if you paid me a thousand times what they were worth and then gave me ten percent of everything all of your casinos made? And Michael's Michael's just like, why? Yeah, he's like, why would I do that? Why? Why? Why would I do that? And the dude's like, just let me know by tomorrow at noon what your response is going to be. And Michael's like, I'll tell you right now, you're getting nothing. And he's just like a stone cold kid. And the dude even tries to, like, Michael's got a toy cannon on his desk. And the senator even turns it at him, like, to <laughs> yeah. try to intimidate mm-hmm. And Michael's just like, why are you playing with toy. my toys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's not a real cannon. It's hilarious. <laughs> and it's like, dude, what do you, like, does he expect not, like... How do you think that you're going to do that and not be found hanging in his by own a house hook in a refrigerated yeah. van somewhere? Like he in made Goodfellas. it out, though. What? He made yeah, it out. He did make I it mean, out. He Senator made it out. Well, yeah. After with, some we'll manipulation. PTSD, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After murdering a hooker that he didn't murder. Then Connie's being the worst. Connie's like, I want a third husband. And Michael's like, no. 
Mike the sister, dude. Okay. What do you mean? Oh. Okay. Bro, there's so many names. So there's like I t- can't there's, keep up. There's two, there are a lot of characters. Three women in this whole thing, and one of them explodes within 10 minutes of meeting her. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Apollonia. Kay, Apollonia, and Connie. Those yeah. are like the three I women that we I know have. Okay. <laughs> Shocking. Simple um, name. Yeah. Connie's really difficult. So, Frank, <laughs> the, the, the most confusing part of the movie that I... I thought wasn't as confusing actually as the first one is uh, the Frank Penting Pen Pentengeli. Holy crap. Frankie. Frankie, Frankie P. P as I call him in the outline. Frankie P. And um dude, Hyman Roth. Those hmm. two. Like the the the, the power struggle mm-hmm. between those two and then who put out the hit on Michael, because Michael gets hit right after this. Like his what K is so funny. K's like why are the curtains open? And as soon as she said <laughs> that, I went, oh, no. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my God. And then, yeah, exactly. Just bullets through the window and everything. And I will crazy. say, Michael got a hot point for the way he like threw himself over his wife. Mm. I was like, it was pretty hot. Well, it's great, too, because she's just in the bed like, <laughs> and he army crawls and just like rips her Grabs down. Her. <laughs> yeah. That Marine training uh, coming in handy. Like, yeah, I'm like, wow. I wouldn't be strong enough to do that. I'd be like. Roll I'd be down. Dead. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be dead. Why are you standing there? Just, just snoring. It's because she like pulls the sheets up. It's like those aren't bulletproof. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have Kevlar bed sheets? That'd be sweaty. The worst. <laughs> um, why are the curtains open? Batman's cape. Yeah, they survived. <laughs> There's hitmen, and like they mentioned trying to get the hitmen, and Michael's like, "There's no way the hitmen are alive because they didn't kill me, so they're gonna be dead." And then. They are. They are. They are super dead. I don't know how they died still. They got their throat slashed. Throat slashed presumably by... The inside person. <gasps> yeah, who we know is Fredo. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. So we assume Fredo slashed their throats, which seems kind of unbelievable. Hard to imagine him doing anything. Because yeah. it be Fredo doing something. <laughs> we saw him fumbling with that gun earlier. Yeah. can't imagine he's much better with a knife. So Michael then confides in Tom, who he admits that he's, he's like, this is why I've kept everything from you. Uh, because you're the only person I can now trust, which is kind of cool. I'm like, Tom's getting his solid. Like that's yeah. yeah. Like During Tom. this scene, I was like, if anything happens to Tom, I'm gonna be so. Tom sad. made it out clean, but too. Tom made he's it the, out. He's the goodest guy in the whole group. Yeah. He probably yeah comes out the best of anybody in any of the movies. Yeah. yeah. He's the least scathed. Um. So he gives Tom the all the power. He's like, you are acting, Don. I'm out. And he flees because he's like, all the heat's on me. You got to keep my family safe. And he bones out. Uh, and then we go back in time again. <laughs> and Nick's like, God, I hate this movie. <laughs> so we go back to Vito. And Vito's an adult now. And he's played by freaking Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Robert and De like Niro. his first, wasn't it like his um, first big thing? Or? No, he had done some other things okay. before this. Certain, certainly but still early on. High profile. Yeah. Like he's he's 32, I think, in this movie. Oh, okay. Hmm. So he's pretty young. Uh, and he's working at Publix Deli, uh, hanging out, <laughs> slinging meats <laughs> for some guy, I don't know, and his son. Yeah, his uh, best friend. And then the, there's a mob boss in the neighborhood. I don't remember what his name is. Was that Fanucci? Fanucci. No? Something like that. I wrote Don it down. Fanucci. It was Italian. Yes, Don Fanucci. I wrote it down nice. in the next boss. flashback, for some reason, not in this note. Uh, he's a big meanie, and he's taking a lot of cuts from businesses and not providing a lot in return. He's just kind of like the sheriff of Nottingham. He's being a real Zacchaeus about <laughs> yeah. it, if you will. A real Zacchaeus? <laughs> taking too much tax. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He was a wee I little guess. man. 
I'm glad I went with. And a sher- wee little man was he. I went with the sheriff of Nottingham, and she was like, "No, Zacchaeus <laughs> will reach a broader audience <laughs> as a metaphor." He climbed up in a sycamore tree. What did the sheriff of Nottingham climb? Ugh. Oh man, For the Lord Mount Nottingham. To see. <laughs> Mount Nottingham. Uh, and then we get we get a guy. So Vito's chilling, eating dinner with his wife uh, in his apartment, and someone knocks on the window. And just like yells something, help me out. Are you still laughing about Zacchaeus? <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, wait. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to talk about Clemenza. No, no, you talk about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Got Jesus meat on the brain. What would people do if they find out it's true? <laughs> I don't really care if they label me oh a Jesus God, meat. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, Clemenza. God. Clemenza. Well, spoilers that it's Clemenza, but yeah, oh, yeah, someone knocks on the window and goes, hey, take this <sighs> loose bag and I'll pick it up next week. And then Vito just puts it in it the bathtub, closes the door, and it's just full of loose oh. guns, which <laughs> I thought was kind of funny. Just like, oh. hey, Take my Adidas gym bag full of guns, please. <laughs> I'll be back next week. Like the cops aren't going to check next door, but they didn't. It's okay. I'll repay you with the rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he repays him. <laughs> and this is, you know, who the, like you remember Clemenza from so, the first movie. Yeah, there were. Here's my thing with especially movies like this. I don't really remember names. I just remember faces. And that doesn't help Which either. made the second Godfather very hard. So, so I had to Google a lot, but I got there. Yeah, so Clemenza. I was like, I know Clemenza is a person. I had to Google it. Clemenza is the guy that hid the gun behind the toilet in the first movie. Yeah, for Michael. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy that was with him is the dude that betrayed Michael at the end of the first movie and got garroted. What's his name? Oh, the, shit. Wait, what? Tessio. Tessio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. So yeah. Tessio comes up later, but yeah, Clemenza is like, "Hey, Vito, come with me. We'll take you to my friend's house." Just breaks into a rich guy's house steals their rug and they're just Almost like it's murders in the a person. way that you use it and then that's and then the end of flashback it's hilarious my i'm so dumb during that scene that i thought as they were taking the rug out i was like are they taking the rug to his house to put the guns in to move them or i was you're really making one plus one equals five bag. there <laughs> i was like oh it's just a gift yeah it's just a gift if we put them under just the rug fun. Then no one will see it, and there's just like gun lumps. Then we can move. The floor. <laughs> then we can move lumps. the rug in between our windows. Yeah, we'll just like shoots and ladders, guns. <laughs> boom, like I knew, I knew it wasn't right, but that's oh where I was. I was Shoot like, down a meatball. I've got to figure this out. Jesus. Which can you imagine coming back to your house and a rug being gone, but nothing else? Yeah, that'd be wild. Change like, like I, yeah. I know there was a rug there, right? So I'm assuming that the flashbacks were to kind of like have a juxtaposition to use a large fun word between Ooh. Michael's rise to power and how he dealt with it and Vito's significantly more humble rise to power and how their early dawnships if you will were so different uh, but also just to give us like hey Vito was so nice and kind and look at how he started and, blah, blah, and Michael's like being just immediately excuse me every, oh my gosh everything's falling Take apart a breath. I'm burping Nick gave me whiskey. It's giving me the burpees. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't really. 
make any connections there. Like I appreciated the with veto the backstory. It bothered you, which is weird. Well, I just I didn't like it because I didn't make those connections. It just felt like they were putting the movie on pause to tell me another story, kind of thing. Huh. Like I enjoyed the veto backstory. It, it also gave us some break though from because yeah. the Michael stuff was heavy. It's heavy. And then the veto stuff, it's like, oh, look at Robert De Niro making little happy times. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I kind of like yeah. it. It was it more was so for charming. me that once I got back to, like, Michael yeah. in the current day, I was like, oh, yeah, wait, what was happening? I th- I, I kind of took it as a nice reprieve every time it happened. Like You're probably nice, right. A, a it nice might have been gear too change. much. Um, because most of the stuff that young Vito was doing was like helping a lady keep her apartment. He got the rent lower, and everything that Michael's doing is just nefarious and terrible. So it just shows how yeah. like quickly it fell Michael, apart. Michael, to, oh. to the point later in the movie, Michael doesn't doesn't know when to stop. Michael would never just be like, "And we're done," because Tom tried to get him to. Maybe, and I just had this thought. Breaking news. But <laughs> but maybe the Vito backstory would have been better in the first movie. No. Split through. I don't think so. I don't think the Vito backstory. Because then you're making. I don't think it helps the original character, Vito. I think right. you don't it, want to tamper with that. It doesn't when he's alive still. Yeah. yeah. I think the Vito backstory only hits when Vito's dead. Maybe. Because then it's truly a retrospective. Yeah. Yeah, and it hits harder oh. when Michael's in power because it shows the contrast. Yeah. I'm just. I'm here for a Vito movie. You're just Ken. So. Yeah. What? You're just Ken. Ken, <laughs> I am. This Ken likes Vito. I'm Knuff. Um, back to the present. I, <laughs> I movie. Michael visits. Uh, this is where Michael flees. He flees to Miami and he goes and hangs out with Roth, Hyman Roth. Uh, crazy first name, Hyman. Really? Uh, and blames <laughs> bl- blames the assassination attempt on Frankie P. Uh, m- this is where I'm like, all right, Michael's playing games. Michael's pulling strings. There's mm-hmm. he's got to know it wasn't Frankie. Because then he immediately fly like he he tells Roth Frank did it and he'll pay for it. And then he goes right to Brooklyn where Frank is living in Vito's old house, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So that that house went to uh They kept it in the family. Yeah, they kept it in the family, which is cool. Uh, and he goes. Why back. would Michael keep it? Just because they were moving to Vegas? Yeah, they yeah. Had, he had a lot of heat. Okay. I mean, he whacked every mob boss. Oh, right, right, and was right. Like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, probably don't want to be. <laughs> yeah. your child at home. <laughs> so he went back to Brooklyn and met with Frankie P and told him that Roth was actually behind the attempted hit, and that Michael has a plan to deal with him. He just needed Frank to cooperate with the Rosado brothers, who Frank came to Michael to have them killed. But he was like, I can't put a hit on Rosado. I can't let you do that. Because they're with Roth, and I need to make this deal with Roth. Because there was like a casino deal that Roth was mm-hmm. wrapped up in or whatever. And he yeah. also was going to give Roth the $2 million right. in Cuba as a part of it and blah, blah, blah. So there was like some ties there. Frank was all pissed off. So he's like, chill with the Rosados. I'll take care of Roth. Yeah. And then once Roth is out of the way, presumably Frank can go out to the Rosados and do whatever he wants. Oh. So this was the scene where Michael was first like, I was like, he's scary. Yeah. I was like, oh man, like the way he was looking at him and staring at him, I was just like, ooh. Isn't this where he screamed at Frank? Like, yeah. in my in own, my own, own my house. house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> where my children play. Yeah. 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 He, he yeah. peeked the microphone when he yelled. And I <laughs> love that. For some reason <laughs> nice. in old movies, when they yell and it peaks the mics, because you don't get that now. 
Now yeah. we have better microphones yeah. or whatever. He really only had three shouting moments, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that K. He's, yeah. And, and, and then uh, at the very beginning, he's like, no, alive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. he wanted the what two guys the alive. One? With K? K, when uh, the abortion, he screams it. Oh, K, yeah. yeah, right before he slaps the crap out of him. Yeah. Um, so Frank goes and meets with the Rosado brothers, I assume, to try to smooth things over. But it's the stupidest thing that he does because then the Rosado brothers just garrot him. Do. Try to. And they try to, but they but yell. You know what Ma- he does? Michael says hello. No, he doesn't oh, go God. limp, Nick. <laughs> he doesn't go it limp. It looked. No, because there's there's an assassin, you dumbass. There's an assassination <laughs> later <laughs> during the New Year's Eve party where he, he they assassinate uh, Johnny Ola. Uh-huh. And Johnny goes limp and dies because it doesn't work like that. With the, the coat hanger? Yeah. That one. Wasn't convincing to me. The coat hanger was like barely on his neck the entire scene. Well, yeah, it's it, they call it acting. <laughs> and millions are doing it. <laughs> so Frank, uh, they attempt to garrot him in he a bar, and he lives. And then no the, a deal. cop just wanders in and is like, "Are you open or not?" Like it's so weird. What's that on the I floor? Drink on the job. Come on. What's that he goes, floor, "What's yeah. that on the floor?" And it's just a human man. <laughs> like they try to like shove him in a closet and his feet are hanging out and then Frank lives and at that point I, I kind of got bought into because he tells him this is from Michael or Michael sends his regards or something when he starts going I'm like oh shit Michael's just trying to kill both parties but it wasn't actually him it was yeah. Ross or Roth rather set him up and now that's that's when Frank goes to the authorities and gets himself in witness protection because he's like so he's a he's a capo for uh, right. for Michael He's running like the New York side of the family ish. Um, so he goes into witness protection. And he's like, well, my Don's trying to kill me. So, <laughs> and that's, that's when the court stuff kind of starts. That's why it starts is, is Frank goes to witness protection first. Oh yeah. yeah. You had a point you wanted to talk about here. My notes say in purple. I oh. kind of already mentioned it earlier. It was Al Pacino's just acting performance. Oh, like, oh, with oh his okay. Facial I just didn't want to miss that. Then. I appreciate that. Thank you. I got meta adversity. Thank you. Email. Uh, Michael, <laughs> goes to Havana right after this. So he meets with Roth. He meets with Frank. And then goes to Havana with Roth. Um, see some dudes blown up. See some dudes blown up. Yeah, yep. so I didn't have time or the brain, and I didn't think it was worth it to look yeah. into the political things. of. But, like, there's a dictator running Cuba, and the U.S. is trying to do something with it. Uh, I don't know if the dictator was a puppet or if we were buying him or what, but there was a lot of U.S. investment going in, which is involved, what Roth is involved in, but there's rebels and they're led by Castro. Right. Um, and Michael's like, these dudes can win because I just watched one yeah, blow all himself that, up. All that really matters is that it scares Michael. Yeah. And Michael's like, well, he used it as an out. Right. He's like, my investment may not be secure here because I think the rebels might be able to win. And then Roth is like, like he's all grumpy about it. (laughs) And they have a scene later where he's like, I want that $2 million briefcase on this coffee table by tomorrow morning or our partnership's over. And by the time I wake up from my nap. Yeah. By the time that's right. He's taking a nap. And then Michael's like, well, I've already, he like has Fredo bring the money over after that. And asked Fredo like, hey, do you know Roth or Johnny Ola? And Fredo's like, oh, never heard of him. Never heard of her. (laughs) Who? You brought her. Interesting (laughs) name. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely not people I won't go out of my way to not make eye contact with later. Like, (laughs) Fredo's so stupid. Um, Um, 
I just want to apologize for my defense of Fredo last yeah. week. <laughs> I didn't know. I went. I made like an executive decision last week to call the episode Fredo Sucks because it's all I could think of because I wasn't feeling clever. Yeah. And I think I might call this one Fredo Sucks 2. 2. <laughs> 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 two. Again. Uh, Fredo Sucks again. Uh, my, I told my dad. I, was, I, I had dinner with my dad and my uncle after golfing on Sunday night. And I mentioned that we were watching part two and that Danielle thought Fredo was kind of endearing. Like he was stupid. <laughs> I'm a endearing fool. And my I dad just, like a fool. My dad just <laughs> goes. okay, Danielle. I, dad just goes. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, because it's the one scene I remember. And I'm like, yeah, the button. He goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, he's the worst. Dude. I didn't hate him in the first one. I thought right. I said something about him being drunk and thought it was funny. He was yeah. fine in the first one. Yeah, he didn't cause. He any let his dad problems. get shot. A little dumb, but you know, a little. <laughs> okay, really he's, dumb. He's Fredo not dumb. never he's in, just in, goofy. in six and a half he's hours. Fredo think. did not make one good <laughs> decision. That's true. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Not one good one. He was nice to Michael's kid. That was cute. Taught him how to fish. Yeah, that's I'll, true. I'll that's one for you. Save the Hail Marys and he stuff. We'll get there in just a second. It's New Year's Eve in Cuba. Cuba. Uh, in uh, Havana. And during the New Year's Eve celebrations, Michael's like, hey, Fredo, you know Havana, which is weird. Like, we know <laughs> that he knows Vegas. But I guess he knew Havana. He's, he's just a party boy. Or whatever. He he's knows, like, he take the people out for a good time while I broodingly stand just behind everything the whole <laughs> night. What a, what a party. Well, because he clocks yeah. that Fredo's lying to him. We clocks it while he's standing back brooding because yeah. they take him to this hilariously weird strip club with the dude that's named Superman and he's got a robe on they're like why do you call him Superman and Fredo's like you'll see and he whips his robe off and this dude's got a hammer apparently because they're like that's why they call him Superman is that fake because his dick is huge and then they're like one of the guys that they're with goes hey Fredo how'd you learn about this place and Fredo loudly like a dumb dumb ass goes oh Johnny Ola told me about it. And Michael just was like, cool, in the background, like <laughs> furious. And I'm like, yeah. Danielle's like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. No. <laughs> like, he just gives a look to his bodyguard. And, and I have like, like a Vietnam PTSD flashback to the boat yeah. scene that was going to happen later. I'm like, if she's <laughs> pro Fredo after this, she's not going to have a good I'm night. Not. Yeah, that one really rocked him. Like, you could see it, like, hit him, and, like, the wave of realization yeah. was like, oh, God, now I gotta deal with this. And that, but Michael's got his assassin guy dressed in all black that's slithering around the party house, and he knocks off Johnny Ola with the coat hanger. Johnny tries to go limp, and it doesn't work because physics. And <laughs> he tries to, to, to pillow fight Roth. <laughs> Because yeah. Roth is having, in, in Michael's words, the heart attack he's been dying from for 20 years. <laughs> uh, he has a stroke, though. So he's in the bed just stroking. And uh, the all the nurses are like, let's get to leave him alone and celebrate New Year's. So they all go and get sparklers <laughs> and cake or whatever, and they're in the hallway. <laughs> Screw this. And then the assassin's, like, sh- closing the shitty slatted doors, yeah. like, all careful. And starts. we get a one of the most, like, unintentionally hilarious scenes where like the co- the army's coming, like the military police are coming, and then like kick the doors open, and he like turns with his pillow on him, is like, uh oh, and then just shoot <laughs> him like a hundred <laughs> times. Yeah. It's like, oh man, every assassination attempt so far, with the exception of Johnny Ola, has been a complete whiff hmm. uh, in this movie, which is I like, I didn't realize that it's a, it's like a, 
because at the end of the first movie, everything Michael does goes a hundred percent to plan. Like Michael does everything right in the first. He movie. pulled off that like multi kill one. And then in the second movie, it's very interesting that we see Michael like at his strongest, but also not everything's working, uh, which is pretty cool uh, narratively. I thought so. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention the one of the most famous scenes from this movie, which is at the stroke of midnight, Michael grabs Fredo like viciously by the cheeks. Oh yeah. And kisses him on the on the lips and go, I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. And then Fredo like runs out. Um, again. And Fredo's like, but why'd you have to kiss me? And then, well that kiss <laughs> scene is like you know how like they're Italian. You know on like like AMC like cable television channel or whatever when they're gonna show like they're giving you a preview like this Saturday at noon there's gonna be a Godfather marathon or whatever. That kiss Coming scene is one soon. Of, yeah, that kiss scene is one of the scenes that was always like on the commercials uh, for the TV version of the Godfather, which is the version I had seen. So hmm. that that's like one of the at least in my brain, one of the most famous scenes from yeah. this movie. Um, is the the Fredo kiss so that in that scene? I was like, Fredo might make it out alive. Like he might actually forgive him. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah, I was kind of hoping he would. He may have at that point, but not after. No. Well, Michael's too. Well, he, I know he's too. He's too gone. His soul. And Michael tells gone. his bodyguard, he's like, I don't want anything to happen to him while our mother's alive. Yeah, and 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 just think about how paranoid Michael is. Like. Usually, like always, but then now especially. Like it's a wild. brother, yeah. Yeah. So um, Michael returns home. Uh, <coughs> Tom gives him the news that his wife had a miscarriage, and Michael yells again, actually. Uh, wants to know the oh, sex yeah. of the baby, and Tom's like, I don't know, man. Don't yell at me. And then we... He probably uh, did. We, go, we, we do Nick's favorite thing, and we go back to the past again. Yeah. <laughs> For the last time. And this is the last set of scenes before the intermission. I'm still burping. Gross. Very, very cool audio to listen to. Um, <laughs> uh, back to 1920. So Don the bad, the bit bad man that's taking too much money. The, the what did you call him? Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. <laughs> the wee little man of 1920 uh, <laughs> is aware of the partnership between Vito, Sal Tessio, and Clemenza. Because they're like, Robin, they're being Robin, Robin yeah. Hood, but without giving to the poor. Just well, they're giving probably to themselves. themselves, and they're probably his first competition in the town, basically. And and he goes, I want a cut, and I want back pay. He's like, I want six hundred bucks. I want two hundred from each of you, and then I want to. Th- he says something like thirty mm-hmm. percent, like every time from every job. Uh, and Clemenza and Tessio want to pay up, and Vito's like, No, Why? give me fifty bucks each. I'll get him to take less. And they're like, how are you going to do it? And he goes, I'll make him an offer. He don't refuse. And I went, that bitch is dead. (laughs) 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 And you were like, not necessarily. And I'm like, think about the last movie. Every single time time. someone says, make him an offer. and They don't refuse. That person died. Yep. It bugged me that he didn't say that he can't refuse. I liked it. I like he was still workshopping the phrase. Well, he's still <laughs> workshopping the English yeah. language, too, to a degree. True. You know yeah, what I mean? True. He's only 30 or whatever, uh, living in Little Italy or whatever. <laughs> so uh, there's this whole th- just whatever. There's some movie that happens, and he ends up convincing him, and, 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 and Finucci's like, I kind of like you or whatever. Like, you got balls. Uh, you got spunk, kid, essentially. And Vito's like, yeah. I'm still gonna kill you though. So he's like, we get this like Assassin's Creed moment where Vito, like Fenucci's like in the crowd and Vito's like being 
the like Ezio from Assassin's Creed and just like <laughs> scurrying <laughs> along building tops, which is cool. Chimney and just sweep watching parkour. him in his white suit as he's like this rich dude in a white suit, like running around and, and Vito's like way up high and it was super cool. And he, really cool. he picks the lock to his apartment and turns the gas light off and he's got a gun wrapped in a towel. And I'm like, Oh my God, De Niro's so cool. <laughs> um, and, um, uh, I actually lied. This is the second to last flashback. Hello. <gasps> uh, what? The, the Don like comes oh, back right. up the stairs and he turns the light back on. And then you see Vito and, and the dude like turns to him and goes, what do you have there? Yeah. And then Vito shoots him in the chest, in the chest first. And he starts ripping his clothes and sees he's bleeding and then shoots him in the head. Did he have in on the a face? He shot him in, like the cheek, and then he I thought fell. he was going to reveal a bulletproof vest. <laughs> That'd have been awesome. Like, I <laughs> hang on, he didn't. No, I thought he did. Uh-uh. No, he's bleeding. Okay, that makes sense. It's just like a reaction. You're like, I want to see it. Yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know what your brain does when you've been shot. Yeah. I never want to find out. Knock on wood. Um, he shoots him in the cheek and then shoots him in the head. Yeah, uh, takes his wallet. And runs upstairs, breaks the gun, puts a little piece of gun in everybody's chimneys like the world's shittiest Santa Claus. <laughs> and and uh, then, then returns to his, his family and... Uh, carries on. Yeah, carries yeah. on. Like, tells little Michael that he loves him or whatever. I, love, I love the part where his towel caught on fire. He's like, what the heck? And just... Yeah, and then shot him again. Yeah, because the muzzle flash lit the tire on fire. That was uh, the oh, tile, yeah. the t- towel. Oh my god, the tile on fire. Having a stroke. <sighs> yes, I'm like freaking. What's his face? I'm gonna get smothered with a pillow. Uh, that was Don Benucci. <laughs> He's dead. So then we get the court stuff, which yeah. is the b- most boring part of the movie to me. Um, this is after the intermission, right? After That's the, where the, it the intermission happens, then and then we open out of the intermission into the court, which is kind of the other way that we just kind of. That's why it felt like we harsh opened into. The court is like, it came after an intermission. So if you're going to have like a harsh gear change, like you're going to do it after an intermission, I guess. True. So uh, there's some court stuff. Uh, Michael is like, I'm not giving, I'm giving up my uh, right to the Fifth Amendment um, and just denies all the accusations. Like, no, I didn't kill those two dudes in the um, 20 years ago. No, I didn't do this. And no, no, no. And basically perjures himself five times. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And they go, all right, recess until tomorrow. Well, we'll bring in our key witness. Because Michael's basically like, if you have a key witness, bring him in. Uh, bold. Yeah. He was like, I challenge you to try to find anybody that can speak against me. And that Does like- he know that Frankie's alive at that point? Yeah. Okay. No, no, he doesn't. Oh, I thought, he, yeah, I I thought he assumed he was assassinated. Or, uh, yeah, right. Hit. Yeah, or I don't think he, he knows that Frankie's against him at that point. Does he know he's alive, though? I don't know. Because the thing is, is the next Wait, time... Wait, yes, because he threatens Roth, and he's like, I know I didn't put out the hit to kill him. That's right, that's right, that's True. right. So, yeah, that's he thinks right. he's dead. Because, again, he he flies his brother in, so he has to know. Oh, he has yeah. to know who the witness yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, after the... Because that's when he talks to Fredo, and then it's like, we're done. Exactly. he's like, they got the guy in his pocket, and he's like, okay. Exactly. Right after that, Fredo is found. Because Fredo didn't go with Michael back to Cuba. Michael tried to get him to come back and probably would have killed him on the plane or something and, and whatever. But Fredo is back to the lake house. Um, just throw on the ground. I'm just shifting. Oh, okay. Good. Just got a dog on her lap for the <laughs> listeners, and it hurts your legs to keep the tiny dog in your gotta lap Got to support the little girl. Um... I lost my train of thought. Oh, so Fredo's back in the lake house, and that's when, yeah, to your point, mm-hmm. Michael does the whole. Uh, what does he say to him? He's um, like, "You're dead to me. You're not a friend. You're not a brother. Uh, I don't want to see you at the 
like if you're going to visit mom tell me a day ahead so i'm not there like it was Jeez. cut him off pretty much yeah yeah it's a, it was one of the harsher michael's speeches uh and then tells like his guard that's assigned to fredo don't do anything until mom's dead um and then we go back to court and as carl put it raspy fun voice guy <laughs> is the star witness and it's frankie p uh he went into witness protection uh and uh, michael shows up to court after frank with frank's big brother which is a baller move because frank sees him and immediately goes i've got to perjure myself okay but why because he's gonna what kill his brother there? Yeah, Michael's he's threatening going. His family. Michael's he, going. Do is you that what he's doing? Yeah. Do yeah. you value your family more than putting me away? And and Frank immediately just goes, "Yep, <laughs> like I do." So he doesn't. He, yeah, he, he shuts up and just goes. I was, I was lost there because I was like, this dude doesn't understand or know anything. He can't speak to anything. I think what you were supposed to gather from that is Michael's really scary. Yeah. He's, Which. Threatening Again, his brother's life. the shot of him entering the courtroom, just staring down Frankie P as he's getting like patted down by the guards, just like, oh, oh yeah. Dude. Oh, Michael's one of the like most so stone cold movie characters like of all time. He's awesome, but he's awful. what was that tie though that the brother had? Just like two puffs on a string. <laughs> it was pretty awful. It was yeah. like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like a bolo tie, just yeah. awful. With like Sicilian. palm fronds on the bring end it of it. Back. Yeah. Bring, bring back bring that back. Yeah. So Frank basically recants everything, and they're like, you know, you're perjuring yourself, and the hearing committee's like furious. And then Tom's like, you owe us an apology, like screaming <laughs> yeah. at the court, <laughs> which was awesome. Uh, classic Tom, as Carl <laughs> noted. Classic, <laughs> classic Tom. <laughs> so then we get one of the harder to watch scenes uh, with Kay right after this, which is the yeah. Uh, yeah. Kay's like, I'm leaving and I'm taking the kids. And Michael's like, you can't take my kids. They're my kids. And she's like, they're my kids too. And Michael tries to sweet talk her and be like, hey, I know you're just upset about the miscarriage. We can have another kid and everything will be fine. And she goes like michael you're blind it was an abortion and she says it like 45 times yeah Yeah. and she like twists the knife like his face gets pissed and then she twists the knife and goes it was an abortion and it was a boy and i didn't want to bring another one of your children into this i killed your children yeah like i killed your children rather than bring them into this like crime and michael like that's when he gives the scariest face of the whole movie i thought he was gonna kill her i did too yeah i actually think i said out loud that bitch is dead in in the (laughs) living room uh, but no, he slaps her down, and uh, I don't remember what he says, but that was kind of the end of that. Yeah. Um, it was well, then she's gone. She leaves. Yeah, well, he kicks her out. He try- she, Yeah, she's trying to take the kids, and he's like, you're not taking my kids. Yeah. Or is that yeah, a Yeah, it says, like, there's no, it's an impossibility. Like, that's, yeah, that's never that going to happen. That's 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 it. Yeah. Well, but later... Um, later we realize she's gone, the kids are still there. After the Well, after the funeral, she, like, Connie sneaks her in. Yeah. Uh but before that, we go back to Sicily. <laughs> we go back in the last flashback. <laughs> the actual last one. One of the, I think my, this is my favorite part of the movie. I mm, loved this part this, of the movie. The flashback. This final flashback was my favorite part of the movie. Oh, wow. Uh, I loved it. Huh. Just because it was, we got to see like uh, some classic. Played the long game. Some classic De Niro faces <laughs> in this scene. You know what I mean? Uh, so he, he, Vito returns to Corleone, the, the town in Sicily that he's erroneously named after for a family vacation uh and he gets introduced to don ciccio 
uh, under the guise of like, hey, this is the dude. Well, not the guise. This is the dude importing your olive oil into America. Like Vito's importing his olive oil into America. Uh, and he wants your blessing is the guise of why he's there. And Chi is like older than shit. And he can't <laughs> hear or see. He's like, come closer. Um, and he asked Vito who his father was. And it's good that the dude's like hard of hearing because it increases the tension because he has to ask <laughs> him like three times. And then Vito tells him his name was Antonio. In. And it's like, what? And Vito leans in and goes, "His this is a quote. His name was Antonio Andalini, and this is for you. Drives a knife into his gut and just rips, rips. it like yeah, up. all the way across. And it was, <laughs> yeah. it was awesome, dude. I loved it. Just a big old slice uh, in the gut. And dude, De Niro was so awesome in that scene. Like yeah. the rage he had, like classic De Niro rage face. Like everybody can picture that in their head when De Niro's pissed. <laughs> He's like. Sticks that lip out, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And oh, I just—I <laughs> loved De Niro in this movie. I'm like, dude, this dude is a superstar. Tell me, it wouldn't be better to have an entire Vito movie where they give more backstory to the olive? Please oil don't say that because they'll make it, and it'll be the <laughs> shittiest thing we'd it's have too ever late seen. And you spend more time yeah. learning about Vito, I wanting want to get revenge, and then the movie ends with that. I don't. I. I That's what I wanted. I. I I'm pretty happy with how it was, though. I don't want to change anything about The Godfather. Marlon Brando to play young since he was aged up for the first movie. I don't know. There was a oh, there was a reason I forget. Contract I read about it. Why? Yeah, contract reasons. I think mm-hmm. honestly, I think they pissed off Marlon Brando within the first movie, and he didn't want to. Come well, Marlon Brando's the uh, really? worst kind of. Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't know anything about it. Robert De Niro had auditioned for a small part in The Godfather Part 1, and so then when they needed a young Vito, uh, Francis Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, the director was like, ah, I want De Niro. I've got the guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Brando is famously difficult to work with in Hollywood. I have heard that. He was a method actor that got on everyone's nerves. We watched a movie called Guys and Dolls with him and Sinatra. And it is the last, like, they did a couple movies together, Sinatra and, and Brando. And Brando pissed Sinatra off so bad in this movie because there's a scene where they're in a diner and Sinatra's eating cheesecake. Remember remember that scene? Mm-hmm. He's eating mm-hmm. cheesecake in this diner. And Brando fucked his lines up so many times that Sinatra ended up eating, like, eight pieces of cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and he thought his singing voice was Brando's singing voice. He thought he sounded like a dog. Oh. Can confirm. Rip. He, he sings uh, "That Lady Is a Tramp," and which is a classic like Sinatra song. And Brando just like butchers the hell out of it for three mm-hmm. minutes, and it's like Sinatra's literally Sinatra's right there, standing there. <laughs> and we've got Marlon Brando squeaking like a goose over this track. <laughs> Why would you do that? And it what was like is that? Uh, guys and dolls. Mm. And uh, mm. Frank Sinatra's like, I will never work with this guy again. Rip. Uh, and so yeah, Brando's famously like not not a fun guy to work <laughs> with. So uh, that's probably why. But let's let's wrap. This up. How long have we been going? Fifty-seven minutes. We're we doing did. okay. Not bad. Doing okay. Yeah. Uh, Mama dies. Aww. Man, the second I saw her in the casket, I went, "Oh, Fredo's dead." Yep. Oh yeah. That's all we have to talk about that. Uh, oh, Tom. This is where Tom has a meeting with Michael. And wants Michael to stop seeking revenge because he's like, hey, the family's position is secure. 
And Michael gives him like, a, hey, are you going to leave the family or are you going to do what I want to do, essentially? And, and Tom's like, don't do it. Don't do what you want to do. <laughs> it's a little like... It made me sad that he was kind of go like, Tom's been loyal. Like, don't... Yeah, you got the a little... loyal, you know, yeah. Don't get at it. Got him. a little lippy with him. Yeah, he didn't, didn't deserve like it. it. Yep. So... Yeah, that was that was sad, but it's like that's the real moment where you're like, oh, Michael's just gonna drive himself, yeah. like he's gonna do what he wants no matter what, yeah. and it's gonna cost the family. Yeah, uh, it's a little like Sunny-ish, you know. Remember how oh, like ruthless okay, yeah. Sunny was in the first oh. movie? It's the it, first. Uh, my yeah. mind went to Sunny in Philadelphia, and I was like, no, what? no, no. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like the Frank gang goes and always Sunny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Frankie. Uh, no, it's it's kind of like he gets that irrational. Um, yeah. but he's not as hot blooded like, flippant and, yeah. and loose like Sonny is. He's still calculated, but man, like at any cost, he's like, I want everybody dead. So, yeah. um, that kind of happens. And then Tom pays a visit to Frankie P in, in, in prison or house arrest or whatever. And they talk about, uh, how unsuccessful Roman conspirators would commit suicide by slitting their wrists in a bath so that their families could like, still be protected and live in the society and not be excommunicated or whatever. Cause I think they would kill if you didn't off yourself, I think they'd kill you and your whole family. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, in order to like keep your family safe, you would go off yourself and Frank takes the hint. Yeah, that I, makes sense. Yep. And I remember this scene as well. So I had seen, I remember the, like the very first scene and I remember this forward because, uh, 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 Fredo bites it right for this, but yeah. Did, what, so were, did you, they lose you there? Well, I just didn't know why he was so willing to off himself after that conversation. But if he's protecting his family, then I guess that makes a little more sense. Yeah. Or kind of like I mean, at the at the at the basement level, like you can control your own fate instead of like yeah living with Michael over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, Frank does the old bath and slash, and uh, that's the, the old bath him. and slash. So suds and bloods. <laughs> so, Fredo, really weird Sicilian traditions. Yeah, yeah, man, they're they're wild. They gotta you can't to deny anybody anything on your daughter's wedding, and you have to kill yourself <laughs> to protect your family. There's son, so many. Son takes communion, <laughs> and the whole town's there hanging out. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Um, this is your culture. We're talking it is about here. my culture. You're Italian. Oh, you mentioned actually that your great grandmother. Oh, yeah. So at the beginning of the movie, um, Vito immigrates in 1901. My great-grandmother immigrated in 1905 through uh, Through Ellis Island. Ellis Island. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So I was just like, this was my great-grandmother. Grandma Elvira, who I actually met. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. I remember Elvira. She gone. She gone. What was her favorite movie? I want... Was the one movie she watched all the time? Was it Um, Big Fat Creek Wedding or something? Yes. We would watch... The Sound of Music when she would babysit me. Incredible movie. And then the sing-along version? <laughs> no, not the sing-along version. <laughs> and then when we got older, yeah, we would watch My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Never seen that movie. And a movie called Moonstruck with stars Cher and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's probably an Oscar winning. So how, how, old was your, how old was she when she came here? Um, I think she was about five. Oh, wow. So she was so I th- not too far off from Yeah, she was, she was little. Didn't she say like you said like she said like salute at dinner and all that? Yeah, like stuff. certain like little lines <laughs> in this, I'd be like, oh, she's Mama me, Elvira, Elvira. Yes, so let's talk about Fredo, and that's really the last thing besides the final flashback that doesn't flash as far back. Uh, Fredo's hanging out with Michael's son, teaching him about fishing, and and going, hey, I used to go out fishing with your dad and grandpa, and I'd be the only one who caught anything because before every cast, I'd say a hail mary. 
And I'm like, oh, more Catholic stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, he's projecting or foreshadowing. Uh, and he's about to take Fredo out on the boat to go fishing with the crazy mob protector that's just been watching over Fredo. I'm like, come on, man. You know what's happening, right? Read the room. And then Connie runs out and goes and gets Anthony. He's like, we got to go back to Reno now. And so, like, where Lake Tahoe is, it's more near Reno than Vegas. So Reno's mm-hmm. the closest big city to them. Uh, and uh, then Fredo's like, all right, go ahead. And at that point, he, I, I assume he kind of knew what was going go. on. Yeah. Maybe. And then we go to Fredo. The other hugely famous scene from this movie is Fredo's in the boat with a fishing line out, saying his Hail Marys, and then the dude shoots him in the mm-hmm. back of the head. And that's Bam. the end of Fredo. Um, Rip. Which at that point, everybody's dead. He did it. He got off pretty easy, though. Yeah. Oh, Shot to the I, heads we forgot instant. to mention, too, uh, I had it in the mama's funeral thing. Uh, Hyman Roth gets assassinated at the airport by one of oh, Michael's, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Michael's yeah. men as well. I, I, I almost failed to mention that. So we do a final flashback to Don Vito's birthday in 1940-something. 41. One. Yes, because they had Pearl Harbor Pearl happened Harbor. a few days sooner. They had uh, the nerve to bomb Pearl Harbor on Vito Corleone's birthday. So, and uh, Michael ended up enlisting in the Marines, and Sonny gives him hell about it. And Fredo does the only decent thing in the entire six and a half hour span and goes to shake Michael's hand over joining the Marines. Uh, and they talk about how uh, the point of that whole scene was they talk about how Don had bigger plans for Michael, like he was in school to be a lawyer and he's throwing these plans away. And then right after this conversation, we go to the last shot of the movie, which is, uh, uh, uh Michael's face staring out over Lake Tahoe alone because alone. he's uh, totally he's dejected. I just wanted to mention too, uh, uh, on a, on a more humorous point. Um, like, you know, like all the, I, I just had this thought, all the smoking that happens in this movie, you know, like there's a uh, cigarettes are used for, like points, like props almost, mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. Like, like exclamation marks on certain scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would have been really funny. Like, can you imagine a scene being done today? Like, imagine there's a scene today set in the modern day, and like Fredo's in the boat and he's saying his Hail Marys and pulls out like a jewel. It does <laughs> like, can, can you imagine how not funny that it just rips a huge cloud? He's oh, like, Oh, is that cotton candy? <laughs> <laughs> like like Tom and Frank are in house arrest and instead of smoking stogies they're just ripping vape clouds. Oh no. Oh uh, yeah, strawberry cheesecake. It's just oh, funny no. how like not <laughs> watermelon. Like not yeah, cool so that goofy. is. Like you see no. smoking in movies and you're like, oh man, I want to do that and this looks sick and well it's like of the times and Mad Men and the Sopranos, mm-hmm. but no, <laughs> this electronic weed we have now it would just be <laughs> so stupid. That was, oh, I was God. cracking myself up last night thinking yeah. about like yeah. hitting a jewel before getting assassinated. Before you get assassinated. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, man. That's the Godfather, boys and girls. Let's get an edit of this movie where they... Right before Fredo gets shot, there's just a huge vape cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and then the we, gunshot like puffs it away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So, speaking of Fredo... Yes. It is worth talking about the guy who played Fredo. Um, John Cazale? 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 I don't know. Not sure how to say it. Um, apparently, this wasn't his first movies, but it was. it's definitely what he's known for. Um, he did a series of five movies 
in seven years, including these two. And all five of those movies were nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture. Wow. So he went from Godfather, um, starred in a couple other movies with Al Pacino, like was really like one of the actors at the time, but passed away four years after Godfather 2. Oh, really? Long cancer. Long cancer? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta say that after, after I'm joking about vape clouds. Oh, <laughs> segue. Oh my Speak, god. Speaking of. Oh my god. He got the vape lung. He got the mm. uh, oh my He also god. fell in love with Meryl Streep on another movie. Oh. And they were. Nice. You know. They loved each other, I guess. They were I don't know where I was going with that. Friendly. <laughs> that, that was they it. That was the fact. Friendly they things. Oh. Very cool. Um, he reminded yeah. me of Fred Armisen a little bit. That's like I can see an SNL skit where like, <laughs> he yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh man, well, I was initially really bummed out by the end of this movie. As you I were, s- I had to like talk I to still you. Am. About it, As, like, how do you not like I this ex- movie? Oh, it's not that I didn't like it. It was just I expected the ending to. I expected it to end with the Corleone family on more of a high note, like the family yeah. still together, and like maybe he lost Kay on me, you know. But like he kind of had come out in the war and in the fight, but. It was really just kind of like a very somber end with like kind of ambiguous yeah. too because it's like where do yeah. you go from there? Like does he yeah. just well, does I, he retire? Does he just keep going? I can't imagine him stopping. So right. it's like, it. uh, there's a part three. Yeah, I didn't think yeah. that there, I wasn't thinking there was a part three, but I'm not gonna watch it. For the most part, I thought this movie was gonna end with Michael dying or a flash forward Ooh. to the end. I kind of wish it life. had, yeah, because then it'd be like well, at least it ended. And that might be what three is. I don't know. You know, like yeah, Don, maybe. like uh, Vito gets kind of like a happy ending. He grows old. Right. He's with his right. grandchildren, but like Michael doesn't really get that. Vito like, needed to die to mark the end of an era, though, and I think the end of this movie oh, kind of does a similar thing. Yeah. Because one of the last things he said to his mom is, "Times are changing." Yeah. Because he mm. asked what his dad would do, like, uh, uh, like if he would sacrifice family to keep the business going, and she was like, "Well, the business is the family," and he goes, "Well, times are changing." Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and then, you know, a couple decades later, like the mob now is a sham and a shell, not a sham. Please don't murder me. It's a shell of what it once was. You know what I mean? Like there's still a mafia, but like it's not the, it the movie. It feels era. more corporate and less family. Yeah. Uh, more in a, not in that a, I know anything in about a post, it. <laughs> in a post Rico world, the mob isn't <laughs> what it is. Relevant. Which, shout out to Rudy Giuliani for uh, turning himself into jail today over Rico, you stupid bitch. Uh, <laughs> that mugshot was hilarious. Um, oh, I wanted them in an orange jumpsuit, but I mean, one day we'll get there. Uh, let's uh, get the, get uh, get through the extremely easy task of the rating and uh, or any final thoughts first. Uh, I only had a couple other notes that were just me being stupid. Look at my Please notes. tell. Uh, Let's hear it. This is the best part of the show. At the beginning, <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning of this movie, when we first see Kay, mm-hmm. I went, "Oh, it's Diane Keaton." <laughs> I wonder yeah. who she's playing in this movie. <laughs> I didn't recognize that as Diane Ke- Keaton in the first movie. Oh boy! Oh my I god! Didn't either. That's hilarious. <laughs> but the second <laughs> movie, I was like, "Oh, look, it's her." I don't yeah. know if she just aged. Well, she looked. She did certain... look so young in the first. She was. One. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it took me so I was like, wait a minute, was that like I had the goo, I was like, maybe a different actress played K in the first movie. Nope. Nope. I'm just dumb. <laughs> uh, and then I didn't realize that Sonny was played by James Can Kanan. Yeah. I don't mm. know how to say his Buddy last name. Buddy the Elf's dad. Buddy the Elf's yeah. dad. I didn't realize that was Sonny. Didn't I mention that in the last episode? No. no. I thought we did. I hope not. I thought we did. So, I don't know. I think we did. So this is <laughs> this is a banger, right? What? 
Like, do we even have to talk about it? Like, all four hits. This is Nick. a huge Look movie. Look at Nick's face. Look Uh-oh. at Nick's face. Would you like me to replace you on the show? <laughs> I... Because I can have it done. I didn't... I don't want to say I didn't like, because I, I liked this movie a lot. The plot didn't do it for me. <gasps> what the hell it was the matter with oh you? Man. It was really scattered. No, it wasn't. Did you just not pay attention? Were no, you lost? I paid so much attention. This one, I had to look up less about this movie really? than the last one. I felt like there was a lot more subtle things that happened that you had to pay I attention totally to. I totally disagree. Because in the first one, we've got the whole sunny situation with the drug deal, feigning interest, and in getting the Don Vito whacked. We have... The Don somehow deducing that one family is after him and not the other, and that is never explained. We're just supposed to take that at face value. Everything here was more predictable than, than those know. things. Just like him. If you call this movie a mid, I will actually be pissed off at you. Without like that anything being sense. said, like when uh, when he like nods when Michael like kind of just looks. Uh, what's his name's bodyguard? And like he's like, yeah, get rid of him. Like there's there a, lot was of, a lot of like that. communication yeah, but, with yeah. But and like whenever the he groundwork f- for like that's how Michael is. So I don't I don't know. It's, like, yeah, the groundwork <laughs> is a hundred percent laid. Whenever he realizes that Fredo is the one who is behind everything, I didn't get that at first. It was too subtle. There was it like thirty minutes past. How he asked and him I I paused the movie. We had three notes for that. The Johnny Ola is who calls Fredo in the bed right after Michael's assassination hit. And Fredo goes, I don't know you. I don't want to know who this is. Blah, blah, blah. Goodbye. It's Johnny Fredo. It's the dude that he helped coordinate the assassination with. We have Michael asking him explicitly if he knew who Johnny, Johnny Ola was. And Fredo goes, I've never heard of him. And then we have the strip club scene where he goes, Johnny Ola showed me this place. And Michael's face goes, Fredo did it. It's totally laid out like more than two times that that was the case. So this is another just you don't Maybe watch all the time jumps. No. Dude, I don't know. How do the time jumps detract from anything? They're I'm trying to breaks. help. I'm trying to give him a... a yeah, if he gives I this a know. mid, I will never forgive him. Because calling I the just... Godfather part two mid is just R-worded. It just can't be the case. Ugh, Over any other mo- mid? Listen, okay. Like that's just insulting. Like personally to me, that's insulting. I'm gonna have you. you I'm gonna put a horse in your bed. Okay. I hang on. I don't want to sound like I didn't like this movie. Well, you're the one making it sound like you don't like this movie. Making faces about hit, mid, or miss. Holy shit! <laughs> I just think compared to the first, I didn't like the plot as much. It was harder for me to follow. Yeah, but both that's movies can still be hits. Like if you say mid, I'm going to slash your tires. Well, <laughs> I outside like of my, my tires, house. and they're expensive to replace, so I won't say that. Oh my god, it's so freaking frustrating. I don't get it. <laughs> it's a hit, man. It Come is. on, it's a it like it's like so not even a I question mean, that it's a hit. It's not even up for discussion that it's a hit, even though we've been discussing it. For 10 minutes. <laughs> it's an it's insane. To say otherwise, like insane, above every other movie on this list. More than Casablanca, more than Pulp Fiction, more than Citizen Kane, this is probably the two greatest movies we'll watch on this list. I mean, I'm not saying they're even close to the bottom of the list. I'm just saying compared to the first one. And maybe it's just because I'm coming off the first one. Yeah, that's an insane scale. That's like me saying like I didn't like uh, uh, Django Unchained because we watched Pulp Fiction first. That's not fair. Django's like an amazing movie. Yeah. It's just not Pulp Fiction. But I, it's like 
Dude, it's like not liking Star Wars after you've seen Empire. It's still an amazing movie. I just thought it was a notch down from the first one. So that's why my gut was so instead of a mid. ten, it's a nine point nine. Like, <laughs> yeah. Where would you put it on a scale of one to ten? That's interesting. Like four and a half. Oh, out of ten. <laughs> out of ten. Out of ten. Jeez, sorry. We did five before. I almost right? went and got calm a gun. Down, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> <laughs> out, of 10, out of ten, nine and a half. Out of ten, nine and a half. Go try to find a, d- 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 or a d- Johnny Ola. You with a close. So you would put it at a nine, but then think it's mid. Listen, that's what I'm saying with the scale. Like, it's maybe a, I'm ju- maybe I'm comparing the two too much then. Because it's it is a nine out of ten movie or a four and a half out of five. Okay, oh God, but yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but the first one is a five or a ten. <laughs> well, the first one's yeah. I mean, they're both like, oh, perfect. I don't movies. know. I yeah. I just think coming out of the last one, I was a little let down compared Whoa. to the first. Yeah, you're compared just, to the you're first, shaving a point off and then dropping an entire but, grade. Yeah, that's you can't <laughs> do like, that. You it can't wasn't do that. a five, so it's a mid, I guess. Yeah. Jeez. Like, if it's not I a five, it system. must be a three. I hate this system. Look what it's doing. All right, I'll go. Why do you hate the system? It's a hit. <laughs> I'll go it's hit. It's bringing us together. I'll go hit, but I didn't like it Ugh. as much as the first. That's okay. That's yeah. still we a said hit. The that's same that's, thing. that's that's fine. Yeah. That's the system. You're working within the system. <laughs> Where you going? I don't like it as much as the first one. So I don't know if it's a hit. Is objectively <laughs> stupid. Like that's insane. Oh, it's man. Insane people talk. <laughs> oh Movies. boy, I almost had to murder Nick. I almost had to have David on this show for oh, the rest no. of the run. I know. Yeah. Nick, I love you, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're breaking my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I know it was you. Oh. I knew you tanked the rating. <laughs> You're not a brother. You're not a friend. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what do we do? What else do we do on this show? Um, we need to pull our we next pull. movie. Oh, who's? Turn. Ooh. I don't even remember. It's my I turn. Pil- oh, I f- yes. Wait. Cause yeah, I, I, I did Kill Bill. Carl, Carl did Godfather. Godfather. That's right. right. That's right. That's right. So, Danielle. Godfather Part Two is a big room banger. Mm-hmm. Certified. There's that. Tis a hit. I don't like pulling because I feel like I'm gonna pull a bad one. Godfather Part Three. <laughs> it's not in there. God, what if? I swear to God, <laughs> you if you pull it in there. Stone, I'm gonna kill myself. What'd you I pull? pulled Blade Runner. Oh! oh! I've like, always wanted to see Blade Runner. Oh. Oh. I will be watching both. I th- it's the second one. It's not in this. the new. The second one is very. So good. here's the thing with Blade Runner. There are like six cuts. Not a joke. Oh right. So which we're we're going, we going to have to decide probably out of band, <laughs> which one we watch. And we might. I think Stephen might be a good person to ask. I was going to say we don't have to consult because people. like if you look on Reddit, it's a freaking flame war. Because there's there are legitimately six cuts, and they some of them have some of them have voiceover dialogue, some of them don't. They rearrange parts of the movie. I don't know anything about Blade Runner. So Blade Runner, nothing at all. It is a cyberpunk-ish kind of no. uh, I figured it out. Future dystopia deal starring Harrison Ford. I knew I had Harrison Ford in it. Blade Runner: The Final Cut is generally considered the best, says ScreenRant.com. All right. I mean, I don't care or no. Like, I feel like my, that's the one my, I've seen. My brain would want to go with like theatrical, but that's probably wrong. The first. Yeah, that's probably wrong. I just don't know. We just all need to watch the same one. So we will consult. Yeah. It'll probably be whichever one's available to rent or or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, or find on HBO or whatever. I think it's probably on HBO. No, didn't they also just remake this movie? Or do like a sequel? It was like a sequel. Blade Runner twenty forty nine or twenty seventy nine with John? Gosling. 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 Yeah. Same in my brain. It's it's a rare the cl- the like 
you know, improvement, I think. It's Ooh. really good. Yeah. Blade it's Dude. like a visually stunning movie. Yeah. I, uh, a couple, I think last year, started watching some cinematography, um, some cyberpunk, <laughs> some cyberpunk kind of movies and was watching like Demolition Man and, and, and stuff like that, but kind of dancing around Blade Runner for some reason because I just didn't want to watch it on like a random Saturday afternoon. So now I get to, Here we are. now I get to really bite down and watch uh, Blade Runner. So that's exciting. Yeah. I've always wanted to see this um, a Harrison Ford movie. That's not Star Wars or Indiana Jones. So there you go. <laughs> I, I really not really seen him much else. So me either. But um, here we, we go. should wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap this up. It's been, yeah. a, it's been, a, been a long time. Gonna been a while. It's been, it's been I was going to do it. Man, this episode added all Zacchaeus and, and Jesus meat. <laughs> Jesus meat. Do we call the episode? No. Shut we can't. No. Please. No. We can't call the episode Jesus Fredo sucks meat. part two. Oh, man. Zacchaeus. God. That was good. <laughs> and with <laughs> that. <laughs> We leave you. <laughs> We're going to watch Blade Runner, and we'll catch you in the next one.